This week, it's a best of Latour Live on WHP 5D. I'm Michael Parks, and I had the honor and opportunity to pick out some of my favorite moments and segments of Latour Live in 2018, and this one popped right in my head. With the recent success of the Notre Dame football team this year, it only seemed right to bring back Dave's great interview with the former ND mascot, the Notre Dame Leprechaun. I want to welcome everybody to Central Pennsylvania. I want to welcome this young man. His name is John Doran. John, thanks for coming on. Dave, how are we doing? Thanks for having me. So, folks, you're probably wondering right now, who the heck is John Doran? No offense, John. Who the heck is John Doran? Well, John Doran has a, has a tie for the rest of his life. John Doran is a former leprechaun at the University of Notre Dame, the greatest university on the face of the planet. I, I don't have any problems saying that, John. I don't know. No, you, I can't. Argue, I can't argue with that. I thought you were going to say who the hell is John Doran? He's a CPA in Chicago. That's what I'm doing now. But, uh, but, and how long have you been? I like, I like the former. I like the former life a little bit more. <laughs> how long have you been an accountant? Uh, coming into my second year, I'm uh, finishing up my second year now. So I got to ask you, how does one go from being the Notre Dame leprechaun to an accountant? That has to be an incredible changeup. In a lifestyle. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a pretty big pretty big jump going from jumping around and uh, screaming all the time to sitting at my desk and uh, filing tax returns. It's a little bit different, but I like it. I don't know. I'm living in a new city. I'm in Chicago now. Been here uh, since graduation. Great in, city. Uh, May of 2016. Great uh, city. So okay, yeah, I'm originally from upstate New York. So uh, it's definitely a little bit of a move, but not too far from South Bend. So I'm used to the Midwest by now. You see, you're you're pretty tall for a leprechaun, right? You were like. Five five eleven. How did that go over with folks? Yeah, I, I tell you, it's the first time in my life I was ever the tallest at anything. <laughs> uh, besides, maybe like church league basketball growing up, because uh, I stopped I stopped getting taller probably middle school. So uh, I've always been like the shortest one playing pickup hoops, and then I get uh, to leprechaun trouts, and I'm the tallest one there, and borderline too tall. Are you single, John? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so is it a pickup line? At this point uh, in your life, so it's it's. <laughs> I would say no because it's a li- it's a little <laughs> bit weird, right? So Notre Dame, Notre Dame's a a, a good sized school, but like eight thousand kids for a football school isn't that much. So you might be in class with like the starting quarterback. So not really anybody was uh, too enamored by the fact that I was like the leprechaun when the kid to their left could be the the starting quarterback. So. What, what brings it down a notch? Well, what about you, you go gotta ahead, be friend. you gotta be pretty popular. I mean, you work with the cheerleaders on a regular basis. You're you're entwined as part of that fabric of yeah. that culture. Um, that must be give you some advantage, no? And you're probably hit at all parties. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I would say the the, the facial recognition was certainly there, but uh, <laughs> the the street cred from that, I don't know. If it, I don't know if it came. <laughs> Not with big it among, on street cred among the student body. Uh, at, at away games, it certainly was there. Uh, you, you get you get pestered for a lot of things, but I mean that was a ton of fun, and, and I knew it wasn't really for John Thorne; it was more for for the, the Leprechaun mascot, which obviously you, was a ton of fun. Do you get to keep the outfit? Serious question. Yeah, actually, I got two of them. I got two. Of them. <sighs> and you get to keep them? Yeah, they they cut I'd the tailor for you when you when you get the job. They they measure you out and they cut the fabric and they cut up a nice Leprechaun suit for you. So you I, so I have to ask the question: Will you wear it? For St. Patrick's no, Day. No, no. I, like I like to say I'm retired. So one of my I, friends wants to wear it. I'll let him do that. I think uh, somebody used it for a Halloween costume once. Dave, that'd be perfect uh, for you. I don't know. I don't. I, I I I got the memories. I don't need to re. I don't need to relive it. You know, I had a kid, a uh, buddy of mine in college. His name was Paul Kennedy, and obvious Irish descent. And he would dress like a leprechaun every day on St. Patty's Day in college. <laughs> and I just want you to know that I think you handle things with class because you're not, it would be easy for you to do that, but you're like, no, you're going out as John Dorn. You're not going out as a Notre Dame leprechaun on St. Patrick's Day. I respect that. Absolutely. And then, I mean, people then you're like, who's this guy living in the past? All that. No, I got it. I got my memories. I've had the fun. So, uh, so I don't need to be dressing up again. Can you, narrow down and i it's probably impossible but can you narrow down your favorite memory as being a leprechaun be it a game or an event you were at or a pep rally what sticks out for you to pick one exactly would probably be tough i think uh the best football memory i have not the most vivid the most vivid probably comes from losses but the, the the best memory I have, I think my my second year doing it, we played uh, Michigan at home, uh, 
and or was it my it was my first year doing it. We played Michigan at home. Uh, we beat them pretty bad. And my my family was all out for the like game. Thirty one nothing, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we it was my brother's first time out to visit the school, like a night game in South Bend against the big oh. rival, and putting a whooping on them. Can't really can't really get any better than that. The weather was perfect, so I'll, I'll never really forget that. But as far as like awesome collective like memories, I would say March Madness. I lucked out. I got two seasons of uh, awesome basketball, back to back Elite Eight, uh, my junior and senior year. And so I mean, that's you consider you go to ACC tournament and then two weeks of the NCAA tournament. That's three straight weeks off of school, basically just traveling around uh, different cities. Uh, watching college basketball doesn't really get much better than that. That's right, because you're on you're on the floor for hoops. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What so other sports the, the did you do? Season, you just do home games. The, the postseason, you do the, all the games. You did all. So, and, and I, Parksy asked a question I was going to ask. Do you do anything besides football and basketball as a leprechaun? Do you go to other events, maybe a special appearance? Oh yeah, so so yeah, you do a t- you do a ton of different things. So okay. I, for other sports, there's other there's other, there are two other mascots that do the that cover the other sports. But then for for like different events, they'll uh, they'll give you the school a call and they'll they'll, they'll request me and I'll, I would I would go to those. Like uh, I don't know, I mean we did we did like, you do photo shoots for different different sort of things. One of my I guess actually I would, if I could go back and, and restate one of the cooler memories is I was on Sports Illustrated. That was pretty damn cool. We would go visit schools on trips. We would go visit hospitals, uh, do like service in a, uh, in a city. We'd do road races, all sorts of different things like that. So We're talking with John Doran, former Notre Dame University leprechaun, uh, a, true, a true hero of mine. John, thanks for being on our show. We really <laughs> appreciate it. You are, uh, we've got about three minutes left. So you're on the Sports Illustrated cover for a college football preview. Uh, yeah, do, do, have you kept a bunch of copies? Do you, do you have it up on your wall? I mean, yeah, I would. Uh, so I got I got a handful of copies, and uh, my my one of my parents' college friends actually, she works in New York City in the same building at Sports Illustrated, and she went down and said, "I need I need whatever you can get," and she got me a blown up copy of it. So I got a pretty big copy of it, uh, and that, that 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 was hanging on my wall in college, and it's, it's somewhere in my apartment now. But I don't know. I feel like. A giant poster of myself is a little uh, a little over the top in an apartment that I share with a few other guys here. So I, I, I'll have that up someday, somewhere. Do they give you crap for being a leprechaun? Your roommates? <laughs> I mean, they were they were my roommates in school too. So oh, really? They they, they, they they get it. They, I mean, yeah, they, they give you a little bit of crap, uh, but I mean, I think they all thought, they they all thought it was kind of cool at the end of the day. Chicago's a big Notre Dame town. I got to imagine you guys have a big Huge. network there in the city, right? Huge, yeah. I, I'm li- I'm living with three other guys from school still, so we didn't really have to quit college cold turkey. We got the four of us, and uh, then yeah, the rest of the city is huge, and it's so easy to get back to games. I go back to a lot. This this past season, I went back to I think four or five, and the year before, I went back to all but one. So I get back to South Bend as much as I can. I went back for a basketball game, uh, tough loss against North Carolina back in January too. So so being the leprechaun, would you uh, would the leprechaun hang out with Rudy? On campus there? <laughs> I actually, I think... Like, I, oh, here comes Rudy Leprechaun Washington. and Rudy. Oh, here they come. Yeah, he's, he's, he's usually at the bookstore once a year signing books. Oh. Uh, so I think I met him once. But yeah, you definitely run into a lot of cool people. Like, I uh, I did a... When I was in school, I did we did like a morning news show in Chicago, actually, with Rita Philbin, <laughs> uh, which was pretty darn cool. Big Notre and Dame then, guy. Uh, huge Notre Dame guy, yeah. And then, yeah, you meet all sorts of different people. Like, I met Ken Griffey Jr. at a game, A-Rod at a game. Uh, people are always on campus doing different things, and and again, like I I acknowledge it's not they don't want to see John Dorn, but they, everybody likes to get a picture with sure. him. So it's kind of it's kind of cool to 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 have them asking for pictures what's, instead of you asking for pictures, fanboy. What's it like to be able to control a crowd of a hundred thousand people by knowing that if you just run out to the center of the field, they're going to go freaking nuts? Uh, it's, it's awesome. You guys have been out to a game? Yeah, uh, I'm a season ticket yeah. holder. Of course, he is. Oh, awesome. Yeah, there's no there's there's no way to describe <laughs> it really. So to be able to be like. Yeah. down there and, and you know it's going to be you. Leading it it's it's something else like honestly there's no way to describe it running out uh on a fall afternoon and, and, and just feeling that it's like electric you can cut it with a knife so so john in the last couple minutes that we have here and thanks again we're, we've got john doran on former notre dame leprechaun john could you tell us first of all what was what it was like to try out and then who told you how do you find out you are the notre dame leprechaun yeah, so the tryouts are actually kind of the cooler part of it that people don't really know. 
students kind of get the idea of it because it's a pretty big thing on campus. There's there's open tryouts every year for it, right? And so you actually are end up you do end up being part of the cheerleading team, which I didn't really know at first. But the tryouts are the are like two weeks of tryouts with the cheerleading team. And uh, I'll answer your question before you ask. I cannot do any flips, any sort of thing like that. <laughs> but uh, but you spend the first two weeks kind of doing tryouts with the cheerleading team, and then they have specific leprechaun things at the end of every tryout where they make you like. Uh, talk in front of everybody, sing in front of everybody, dance, basically do embarrassing stuff to see how you handle it uh, and see if you're an awkward guy because that's, like, the one thing you can't be. You got to be uh, cool. And, yeah, so so the trials are like that. And then, then at the end, they cut it down to six guys. So my first year trying out the information meeting, probably, like, 15 to 20 guys show up, and then less and less guys show up every day. And then at the end, they cut it, they cut it to six guys, and they have one big final tryout. Uh, in the basketball practice gym, and you bring all your friends that could possibly come, and everybody trying out wears a suit. So they give you a leprechaun suit, so you look the part. And uh, so there's, there's six leprechauns down there on the court, and everybody does their own sort of pep rally thing, and, and you got to get the crowd going. You give it a little speech. You do a, a news interview with Angelo DiCarlo from uh, the local NBC affiliate, and uh, you, you, they run you through the gauntlet pretty much and see how you handle it and see how you can get the crowd going so it helps to have all your friends there. And then that night, they interview you with uh, a representative of the athletic department, sports marketing, all that, to make sure you're going to represent the school pretty well and not embarrass anybody because it's a pretty big brand, as you sure guys know. Sure is. And uh, then at the end, they, they, at the end of all of it, they post a list, and they just post the name right at the top. So everybody, all, it's kind of tough. Cause, you I mean, found by a po- you, you saw your name posted? That's, that's yeah, how they so tell you. you? Yeah. So they tell you. They post your name on a list, and, uh, and they, they list all three, gold, blue, and green. And uh, gold does football and men's basketball, and I, I lucked out my first year trying out. I went back. Gold name was John Dort. Man, that's a great story, John. I can't thank you enough. I know you you, you broke out and you got a lot of things going on in your professional life now as accountant. <laughs> Just want to let everybody know I I looked up John online and then harassed him on Twitter, and he was kind enough not to report me to the police and agreed to be on the show. <laughs> Uh, John, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Uh, again, I, I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. You're one of my heroes. I saw you perform as a, uh, as a leprechaun mascot and can't thank you enough for being on Latour Live. We hope to have That's you on humbling. again sometime. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Hit me up anytime. I'll talk Notre Dame as much as you want. Probably too much for your liking. I'll talk Notre Dame. We love it, John. John Doran, former Lo- Notre Dame leprechaun, always a Notre Dame leprechaun. Thank you for your time, John. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. One of my other favorite segments was when Frank and I got to see the bromance between Dave and his fitness instructor. Let's get physical on the best of Latour Live. This is Latour Live with Dave Latour on News Radio WHP 580. Welcome back to Latour Live. Dave Latour here with you with the one and only Frank Schofield and Michael Parks. I want to welcome in our guest, the very patient and incredibly well-built Ivan Black, owner of Next Step Performance. I encourage everybody to check out his website, nsp.fitness. That's Next Step Performance. He's located in Midtown Harrisburg. I take fitness classes there. I love them. Ivan, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? Good, buddy. Thanks for being on. Now, Frank. Yes, sir. I, um, I'm i training with Ivan now, yep. and uh, I go to fitness class, and it's usually 6.30 in the morning, and I'm determined to get rid of my dad bod. So I so do you want to be like shredded? I don't want to be shredded, but I want to get rid of the dad bod. Yeah, I want to get rid of the dad bod. You know, I got a bit of a There's dad no shame. Bod. I'm not saying there's shame. I kind of love the dad bod, you know, in the wintertime, Ivan. But, you know, as Ivan's fond of saying, um, uh, summertime's here. So you set up a five-week program. Tell us about it, Ivan. What are you calling it? I don't even know what you're calling it. Well, we call it the uh, NSP Pre-Summer Challenge. And it's just a great way to uh, reinvigorate people about their, their fitness goals and also remind them, as you mentioned, that summer's coming. Ivan, of all of all of your, and we're talking with Ivan Black of uh, Next Step Performance in Midtown Harrisburg. Uh, Ivan, of all your customers, am I your favorite? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Why would you say that, Ivan? <laughs> because one, we're on the phone right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and two, you make every class very exciting. See that, Frank? I make every class very exciting. 
And now that Ivan's on the air, you don't have to pay for your classes anymore. No, that's not true. I pay for <laughs> I'm sure, every. I'm sure this is tied together somehow. It is not. I pay for every one of my classes, and I'm proud to do so. Ivan's a small businessman, and I don't believe in trade. I don't believe in uh, trade Ivan, for that. Oh, oh I do. I know, yeah. Radio, radio, is, radio is built on trade. Um, Ivan, when you when you have this class, do you recommend dieting, or is it high cardio, or? What do you recommend to someone that really wants to cut it down and get at it? I mean, I, I've heard of this, uh, the 16-8 diet. I hear you should diet and then also work out, or do you do some high lifting? Or Tell, tell us what the secret to all life is. Well, you know, I, I'm actually pretty loose with the guidelines. I focus on whole foods um, and regular training, and we kind of tie it all together with a, a community focus. You know, we... we make sure that you're excited about being a part of the NSB community. And from there, you stand a better chance at returning to classes on a regular basis. I, After that, I can attest to that. Foods are good. I can attest to that. I mean, it's a lot of fun to go to class. I enjoy the people we, we uh, hang out with. And Ivan, every class is different in Next Step Performance. That's what I really like about it. Every class is different. It's intense. Uh, it's, it's hard for sure. But you kind of laugh your way through the whole thing, and you, and if you can't if you can't make fun of yourself, don't go. But most people can make fun of themselves. I would say, Ivan. That's right. We we definitely keep it lighthearted, but uh, uh, hard nosed at the same time. So it's now, so now I registered this morning for your five week program. Um, I'm I'm all in. Uh, so I'm I'm not afraid to share uh, some of my measurements with the audience. So. I weighed in, I think, at a robust 186 pounds, I believe, which is way, way too high. What do you 186, weigh? 186, Ivan? Yeah, the number was, uh, it was, that's an accurate number. 186 with a uh, body fat of 28%. In my heyday, I was more like 165 and right around 10 to 12% body fat. But, you know, the dad bod took over. The dad you weren't as happy back then. I was not as happy. Now All right, happy. so I, that's my question, Ivan. What happens to the male body? How do is it true that we all gain weight? Why why do we all gain weight as we get older? Yeah, the focus comes off of us. We start to focus on our kids, our responsibilities, our day to day, our golf swing. So you know, it becomes a little less important to to keep the waistline trimmed down. We're talking with Ivan Black, owner of Next Step Performance, NSP.fitness, and Ivan's going to help me get rid of my dad bod, and once they see the incredible improvements, I bet Frank Schofield goes Well, why don't we do this? You're weighing 186 today? Yeah. All right. Five weeks from now, let's let's toss you back oh, up. Oh, absolutely. A, I think that's okay. fair. Wow. Of course like it's it. fair. So, yeah. Ivan, what is the most underrated exercise that you can do in a gym, a sit up, a pull up, a wall squat. Like what, what is it that like people think no way that does anything, but it does tremendous good. The body weight squat. I jumped to that one immediately. Uh, there are, there are a number of people that you'll notice really focus more on the intensity of the movement, how much weight they can move, uh, with a body weight squat and good quality form. That means, uh, there's going to be a lot of things that'll be, uh, safer for you. Even something as basic as picking something up off the ground. You notice he said body weight. You know, you, you go in the gym and you see people on a rack, you know, and they're struggling and they've got the barbell, you know, over their shoulders and they're lifting heavy weights and squatting. He's talking about standing in place, feet shoulder width apart, squatting with just your weight. That's right. Heels down, chest up, smile on your face. Do you do headphones, Dave? Are you dialed no, into music? No, no, because they have he has music going there, and you're in a class of about six to eight people, so you're interacting with people all the time. We're going to rebroadcast the Dave Latour show to the people while they're working out. How about that, Frank? Oh, uh, oh those poor people would. I don't think that would motivate them. No, you need music. You need cranking yeah, music. You need, we had good he needs music. He needs Elvis. He, well, he no, we don't need Elvis. He shakes it up. <laughs> Ivan, Ivan, Ivan can go hardcore rap to today. He had hardcore metal. I mean, it That's was. Right. We mix it up every single day. Some days I'm not into the music, but I, I, I get through it. But today, man, we had ACDC. We had Godsmack going. It was pretty interesting. I, I try to represent the different personalities. Hey, Ivan, your wife, Teresa Miller. Now, Ivan has a celebrity wife. You want to tell us about her, Ivan? Go tell on. us about she's, her, Ivan. She's a bit of a big deal. <laughs> she's the uh, health secretary, the secretary at the uh, Department of Human Services. 
She works in Tom Wolf's cabinet as a secretary of human services. It all ties back, doesn't it, Parks? It all, it all everything all ends up back. tying back to Harrisburg. It all comes back to, to something governor-wise or lobbyist-wise. And it always goes back. His wife has one of the hardest <laughs> jobs in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and she does a fantastic job. Ivan, mean, your thoughts on the budget? <laughs> well, give us your thoughts on how the governor laid it out and what the implementation was. Be- and delivery. We, better- we have one. That's a good deal. That's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, that's right. Ivan, what do you think about that Mercurio guy in Pittsburgh? What do you think about him? I have a better question for Ivan. I have a better question. Your wife, Teresa, you know, you are parents of a toddler and she's got this very complicated, time-consuming job. Does she work hard on her physical fitness? Oh, uh, she she's very creative about how she gets it in. She'll do a small portion in the morning, a small portion in the evening, and it works right into her schedule. It's still just as much of a challenge, um, but you know because she's at home primarily uh, when she's working out, she utilizes a lot of body weight, a lot of high-intensity moves. And she breaks it up into two workouts. Now, I would say this. Ivan has, you know, we're, with the, we got about a minute left here. We're with uh, Ivan Black, Next Step Performance, NSP.fitness. Ivan, and, and this is no slight to your wife, but mo- in most marriages, um, the wife is in better shape than the husband. And again, this is not a slight on your wife. The problem with it is, is you are in such superior, you know, most people have a six-pack app. This guy's got like a 16-pack ab, Frank. I mean, it de- he defies he defies all laws of being shredded, and so it would be impossible. Frank, for I think Teresa- he's got a man crush. This, on this the- love fest. He's got a man crush. <laughs> it's not a crush. It's I admire the guy's dedication. I admire how hard he works, and so I'm just wondering: does it drive There's Teresa? No cra- does it drive Teresa crazy that you know you have you, that that I don't know how to say this, but you, you, you're, you're, in, you're in better shape than she is. And that's so rare because you're like the 1% in this country of, of people in physical fitness. Is, is that hard for her? I, I think she takes solace in the fact that it's my my job. So yes. if she ever dedicated nine hours a day to it, she would, uh, she would definitely win. Do you work out nine hours a day? Uh, not nine hours a day. No way. No way. <laughs> but you're involved in it nine hours a day, and you actually go. You actually leave your gym and do other classes because you want to experiment. You want to experiment, correct? Absolutely. I, I always. I, I heard some good advice back in the day that you're not in competition with other gyms. You're in competition with uh, maybe a burger joint. <laughs> but so I, I I love to go out and support other studios and uh, take part in group fitness. It's the same reason why I teach it. Hey, Ivan, we really loved having you on the show. We hope you'll come on again, despite, you know, Frank's awkward questioning of you and, and accusing me of having a man crush on you. We're talking oh, about I can't I- wait for the next segment. Ivan Black, <laughs> owner, Next Step Performance, to schedule an appointment or to see a list of his classes. You can sign up online. Go to nsp.fitness or you can call Next Step, Fit- Next Step Performance at 717 717- Three eight two six three nine eight seven one seven three eight two six three nine eight. Ivan, you're the man. Let's get Thanks rid of my dad bod, brother. We'll talk to you soon. We got this. Take care. See you, man. Bye bye. That was the great Ivan Black. Apparently, I've got a man crush. Parks, but Frank, you Parks, will always be, you will always be my on air fiance, Frank. Park, stop the music. He's going to get physical with him. <laughs> <laughs> we got a break. This weekend, it's a Best of Latour Live on WHP 580. I'm Michael Parks. Got to pick out my favorite segments of Latee Live to feature this week. And this is one of my favorites because it's twice the fun. This is when Dave got his DNA test results back, which is great. But then is followed by Dave's futile attempt to man up and outman the Scoman with his manly test. Hear Latour live anytime online on our podcast page at whp580.com. Jump! I love this song. Yeah. 
I can always listen to this song. This song never sucks. By the way, I just have to well, say, it doesn't suck. Um, by the way, I have to say, every week I come in here, come in about a half hour early to get ready for the show. And, you know, like any other average human being, I have to make a pit stop. I got to go to the restroom. Every week I come in here, I go to the restroom. Every week somebody has blown up that men's room. I mean, it's bad. It's bad. Parksy. Yeah. I think we need to investigate. Somebody has blown up that bathroom every week, and I can't. I, I Can almost, you define blown up? As I think we all know what that of, means. Smell I think, of bowel I, I think we movements? know what is, is Is a courtesy flush too much to ask? Oh, oh yeah. Is a cur- like, like flush. Flush right well, away. Well, there's a couple like other when companies. I go, when I go, I flush right it's away. It's not one of us. I'm not saying it's it not is. one of the iHeart people. There's other companies in this building now it's just that share. It's rude, man. That share that bathroom. Yeah, there's oh. nobody nobody working down there anymore. So. Oh. Parks and I are the only men in the building, <laughs> and I don't go here. There was we had a guy I, here. He wait referred, a minute, you don't go here? I don't go here. You I, go I, home. Yeah. Home. You, you don't, don't go here at all? No, I don't have to. Oh, it's morning. That's weird. So um, somebody every week blows that oh, men's yeah. room up, man. Yeah. And I go in there. And I must fan. I almost can't do the show. You can always come up to the executive. And it's an internal room. It has no outside vent. We oh, put like an air freshener in there. I just want to try die. To I almost died just now. I had to go take a break, and I almost died. You should come up to the John Dame uh, bathroom that's upstairs in his old office. Hey, by the way, <laughs> I told you guys about I told our listeners a couple months ago. Hey, let's just look into this men's room thing. But I told our <laughs> okay. listeners a couple I'll months ago, that down. I had my DNA tested. Yeah. My DNA results have come back. Yeah, and I'm happy. I will now announce and share with everybody my DNA results. I am 57 percent Southern Italian, which is a little disappointing because I thought it was about it'd be about 75 percent because my dad's side of the family is completely Italian, my mom's side partially Italian. So 57 percent, 15 percent is European West. That's Ugh. like Belgium, France, things like that. Six percent Great Britain. By the way, eight percent. I'm eight percent Middle Eastern, according to my DNA. My DNA says I'm eight percent Middle Eastern. Some Arab sheik came by and took advantage of your great 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 great. And they did that with a blood test? Uh, no, just uh, saliva. All just saliva. You spit into. So a how little. do they know your heritage off of that? They through your DNA and they trace your DNA back. Get everybody track, Frank. Don't do it. That's just their way of tracking everybody. So it's not like Ancestry.com. Yeah, it's Ancestry.com. Yeah, same thing. It's Ancestry.com. Use your hair follicles. So I, see, I don't want to do that. Salon. I'm 2% no, Spanish. Do that. 2% Spanish, but get this. Not only am I 8% Middle Eastern, I am 3% European Jewish. 3% European Jewish. I believe that I can solve the pro- the I can bring peace to the Middle East. You can well, if I can do it within internally within my own DNA, the what? Middle East, you're both sides, and and European Jewish. I I can show love for both sides. You could terrorize right. each other. I want to see how crazy is. I want everybody to test their DNA. How many people do you think in oh. Israel and Palestine would test on both oh, sides? Definitely, they all hate each other. Right. But everybody should do their DNA to realize we're all just one gigantic friggin' melting pot. Part of the same pot. I mean, I'm Italian. I'm Belgian French. I'm Middle Eastern. I'm something called Caucasus. I don't even know what that is. Caucasus. Caucasus. Caucasian. I'm, no, it's not Caucasian. <laughs> I'm 7% Caucasian. But I'm also, I'm, I'm 6% British, 3% Jewish, 2% Spanish. I mean, the Middle Eastern thing is what throws me a little why? on you. Don't I look a little Middle oh, Eastern I, I, on you? Say this back to me. Durka, Durka, Durka. <laughs> yeah, say it. Durka, Durka, Durka. Muhammad Jihad. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> Why do you go down that road? It is a peaceful Because it's a great movie. <laughs> Caucasus, Caucasus. What is, is Caucasus? a um, region located at the border of Europe and Asia, situated between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea. So I might even have a little Asian in Occupied me, Frank. See, Russia, I don't want to do this, and I'll tell you why. Russia? So Russian, so I got maybe a little Russian, a little, little Azerbaijani in me, a yeah. little Armenian. What did you think you were before? Well, I thought I'd be mostly Southern Italian, and I am. You thought Southern Italian? Well, you just didn't I, say well, Italian. I, I, no, I knew Southern Italian. I knew my family's from the Calabria region of Italy. Right. And when you drill down on Southern Italy on Ancestry.com, it comes up Calabria. See, part of Frank is letting people know that I'm half Irish. 
half Italian. And you want you and you. That's all I you do ever not want. To want to, I don't want to mess with that. You don't no. want the muddiness. No, no. you don't want to no. be a mud. I, I, you're a mutt. Yeah. Right. And you can't even say it. I, if I do that, I can't say that anymore. Everybody's a mutt. Hey, how much time we got left in this segment? Six. All right, we got to move here. So I wanted to test uh, Frank here on something. Well, His I posted, DNA will play in this. I posted to. I posted. <laughs> I, oppo- I posted on our Twitter feed as well the results of a quiz I took. How manly are you? And you can take the quiz at quizly.co, not com, quizly.co. I put my results up there on Twitter. You can see them. Everybody can see them. Now well, it's your results. Frank's turn. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. We'll compare. So, Frank, we're going to take a quiz. It's a series of questions. 15 questions. I don't like this. I do not mm. like this. What does the word blitz mean to you? A football play to process food, an intensive military attack. I'll go with B. A football play. No. B was food. To process food. Yes. That's what B was. Okay. Really? All right. Okay. <laughs> Going to the next one. How quickly do you get ready for a date? Now, I know you got to think back on this a little bit. You know, you've been married for a long time. Think about that girl you used to date down at Villanova. How quickly do you get ready for a date? The answers are, I take way more than 30 minutes, 10 to 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. I'm easy, 5 to 10 minutes. Think about that. I'll, I'll, say, uh, I'll say the easy one. Uh, 5 to 10 minutes? Yeah, I'll say 5 to 10. All right. I mean, I, I would have already planned what I'm wearing. So we're entering the, into this thing as you're taking it? Yes, taking I'm it entering it. I'm entering oh, okay. it. I give firm and confident handshakes. Disagree, agree, strongly agree, strongly disagree. Strongly agree. Strongly I'm very agree. cognizant about Me too. my impression that I make. Eye contact too, Frank? Oh, yeah. Shake hands. And the lean. You got to do the lean too. Oh, really? Do you like <laughs> sports? The answers are, yes. yeah, I'm not too keen. No, I watch sports casually. I'll probably say casually because I'm a, I'm a P1 hockey fan, but the other sports I really don't care about. Yeah. What are your feelings toward hunting? It's a casual hobby. Hate it. Love doing it. I'm not for or against it. Um, I understand it, but I don't do it. I don't care for it. You don't, So you're not for or against it? Correct. Okay. Is that right? Chris Andre, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the legendary Chris Andre. <laughs> What would you do if you were lost? Oh. Answers. I'll never get lost. <laughs> Call the authorities. Ask for directions. Follow directions on the GPS map. Well, that's stupid. I'd, I'd, follow, I'd follow directions. I mean, I'd ask for directions right away. All right. You'd ask for directions. I would ask for directions. Really? I'm not shy about that. Right away. I will stop. Ask- you would ask and talk to any Middle Eastern man at any gas station and ask for drugs. Even somebody from Azerbaijan? Yes. Like, Even if he said, Durka, 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 <laughs> Muhammad Jihad. What? <laughs> oh, my God. What genre of music do you love? Pop? Oh, I love Hip-hop? Heavy metal? None of these. Oh. Pop? Hip-hop? Heavy metal? I, he loves them all. These. Yeah, I like them all. But I don't... You gotta pick one. I say pop, I guess. Pop? Yeah, I don't care for hip hop, but I can handle metal. I'm going to the Metallica show at State College in October. Of course, you are, Frank. What do you do when you're Bobby interested? Axelrod. What do you do? Think back to when you're single. When yeah. you're interested in someone, hmm. would you suggest a group outing with friends? Keep it to yourself. Ask your friend to talk to the person. Oh. Ask the person out on a date directly. Direct, no yeah. doubt. Direct, really? No Sco- doubt. That's the way the scum man. No doubt. You don't, yeah. you don't I can me tell you legendary stories. Of legendary my stories. Legendary, including the girl that got hit by the car on the first date. Do you? <laughs> we'll just move right along. Do you? We got to move these questions. That's a forward. good story. That's Do you enjoy the great the? outdoors? <laughs> I don't like or hate it. I love it. I like. Okay, love it. I have a boat. I have a pontoon boat on the Susquehanna. All right. Question 10. How often do you go to the spa? All the time. Never. Never been there. Never. You're missing out. All right. Oh, what? He's missing out. Oh. Which oh, is you your, go and get pedicures, don't you? Which is your favorite, <laughs> Manny? Manny. Which is your favorite dog breed? Jack Russell, Husky, Golden Retriever. I don't like these breeds. 
Out of those three, I'd take the Golden Retriever. You would take the Golden Retriever? Yeah. Okay. I have a lab beagle. That's right. Oh, my God. How yeah. do you... so awful. How That's do you, so awful, Dave. Oh. How do you drink alcohol? Oh. I don't drink. Oh. Through a straw, no straight way. out of the bottle, no. from the glass. Oh, by from, the from glass. From the glass. From the glass. From the really? Glass. So you're a wine yes. guy. No, but it could be a beer. I mean, it could be whatever. Sure, but I do wine. I find wine more immediate. Gotcha. All right. What is your favorite <laughs> exercise to do in the gym? Running on a treadmill, hitting a punching bag, weightlifting, I don't work out. Um, I, I'd probably say running on a treadmill. When was the last time you were on a treadmill? It's been a long time, but you didn't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true. <laughs> Do you know what a planer is? P-L-A-N-E-R. You do? Yes. Okay. And the last question. (laughs) I am an amazing... It's not a question. It's a statement. I am an amazing driver. Agree, strongly agree, disagree, strongly disagree. I'm the best. I'm great. Strongly agree. I strongly agree, buddy. Show me my results. Here it comes, buddy. Here it comes, Parks. Can we have a drum roll? I was, man I, am? I was, my answers were, I was 50% manly. Yeah. You're the perfect blend of masculine and feminine traits. You love chilling with the boys and showing your sensitive side to your partner. You believe in gender fluidity. Yeah. And the belief has been advantageous to you. Good for you, Dave. Frank. Schofield. You are, according to... To Quizly.co, 100% manly. Oh, you are more manly than me. Yes. You are the manliest of men. You are obsessed with sports, even though you're not. I'm not. You love playing, watching, and and discussing sports with your dudes. Not at all. Your favorite hobby is to find a new spot to camp for the weekend. You, Frank Schofield, are 100% manly. So it kind of disproves. Mr. Know It All? It kind of disproves your. Theory, right? You don't like this formula. It didn't come out like you thought it would. It didn't come out like I thought it would, but you're more manly than me because you love and are obsessed by sports. I don't need a software program to tell me that, Dave. (laughs) And we'll be right back. I am less manly. Dave Latour here with Frank Schofield. Latour Live. And we finish up the Best of Latour live with our live from London conversation with Jill and Buck. Hear Latour live anytime online on our podcast page at whp580.com. And welcome back to Latour Live. I want to bring in a special surprise guest. There isn't anything we won't do to bring you entertainment here at Latour Live. There isn't anywhere we won't go. Right, Parks? That's right. Is it an American band we're bringing in? No. Oh, good one. Uh, No, we are bringing in our new London correspondent, former guest host, Jill Gingrich. Jill is in London celebrating her 40th birthday. Oh, shoot. Should I have said 40th? Her 30th birthday (laughs) with her husband. As we were, if you guys recall, listen to the show, her husband's a police officer, so we don't use his real name. So we have named him Buck Cherry. So we want to welcome in Jill Gingrich and Buck Cherry. Jill, how are we doing over there across the pond? We're doing awesome. We are loving life in London. How many more days are you there? We are here one and a half more days, and then we go to Paris for two days. Paris for two days. Wow. Ooh la la. What are you doing right now in London? What are you doing that we should be aware aware of here in the States? You should be jealous. We're sitting in a pub drinking a pint. Jill, did you hear this song at all while you were there? Have you heard that at all over there? Not, not yet. Really? That's wrong. I think I, I, I've got a problem with that. You've got to find like somebody there that'll play that song for you, okay? Well, we'll okay, we still have time, so we're good. You have a, a waitress around there, a server, a bartender? I have, I, I have somebody right here at my table right now. Okay, who, who is this person? This would be. It looks like a bartender or a waitress. Okay, what, <laughs> well, what's her name? Buck, Buck, Buck Cherry is talking to her as I speak. Okay, we want to talk to her right now. Put her on. Okay. Here. Hello? Hello? 
You're going to have to ask their permission. It's boring. Hello? Hiya. Hey, this is Dave Latour, Latour Live. Do we have your permission to talk to you on the air? Um, well, what about the history of the pub? Yeah, no, we want to talk to you a little bit about life in England. And, and, and what really what I wanted to know was, are you a Tottenham Hotspur fan? Oh, I wouldn't know, to be honest. No. Um, I'm probably not the right person to do this at all. I've, I'm still quite new to this pub, to be honest. Um, oh, oh, really? And quite frankly, now is probably not an ideal time either. I'm really sorry. Are you guys really busy right now? Uh, we are. Okay, let me ask you real quick. What is your perception okay. of Donald Trump as American president? Or do you like him or are you against him? Um, I'm weary of giving this sort of information. Um <laughs> We're, we're not, not going to hold it against you. We're not going to hold it against you. Um, personally, I'm against it as a as a person of the people I am neutral. Gotcha. Well, listen, we want you to know we're really proud of how England did in the World Cup, and thank you for being on the air. Appreciate your time. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> hey, hey, Jill. Jill, was it yeah. was it possible for you to find a more boring English person to Typical put on British the air with people. us? I mean, I snobs. Do, I, I didn't do it. Buck Cherry did it. What a snot! I mean, jeez. I mean, she just filled, fulfilled every sort of uh, stereotype right. of somebody from London that that you could ever imagine. She had no inch. She had no personality. Well, she seemed really nervous too. Well, that's what happens when we put Buck Cherry on the cake. Well, what time is it there right now? Well, let's put Buck it Cherry is, on the phone. Okay, what? Buck, it's 6.20. All right, yeah, put Buck Cherry on the phone. Hey, I'm Buck Cherry. What's up? Hey, Buck, how's, so now that Jill's off the line, and you yeah. can walk away if you want, is, is, are you having a good time, or is she, start, is, is she starting to wear on you a little bit? You know, <laughs> Have you had her, your first fight yet? It's your 40th birthday. <laughs> is she, like, starting to act like the queen over there now? And, you know, like, hey, it's well, my birthday, Buck. We're going to do what I want to do. Oh, I've already resigned to the fact that I live that life 100% of the time. So, um, <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's 100% what she wants to do. And occasionally, it's sometimes something I enjoy doing also. So. What, what do you, what, what kind, are you drinking beer right now? Absolutely, yeah. What are you having? having uh, what are you having? It's, it's a Frontier Lager, which is a handcrafted ale from the Barrel Boy and Banker. This place is actually really known for its ale and pie. So you know what I mean by, like, the steak, meat pies that they have here. So you're eating pies. You're eating one of their pies. Well, I'm actually still waiting for the pie, but... Uh, what pie did you I order? A couple of, what pie did you order? I, I ordered the... Um, oh, gosh. Actually, actually I ordered the uh, Hampshire Ham Hock Pie. Oh, so that sounds so good. Oh, oh, yeah. Anything that says ham hock is good. Hey, Buck, we want, here's what we, we want you to do. We want you to take your phone up there. We want you to walk up to the bar and say, give me a Coors Light and a Chicken Nuggets and see what they do. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You know, First Buck, off, I would never, I would never order a Coors Light. Buck's a, Buck's a cop, and too, you, man. He's, a, he's no dummy. <laughs> he's no dummy. Then, uh, yeah. No, it's only real beers. That's all I've ever had. Uh, already a couple of pints down. Actually, Jill just finished her first pint of cider. I'm sure she's ready to order cider. a second. Does she only so. drink cider? She took a picture yeah. on social media of cider earlier. Do you sell cider over there? Oh, yeah, a lot well, of cider. She'll drink wine. I mean, cider is her... Her this is bull. Go to. This is bull. Her, her go to. This is ridiculous. Yeah, a little bit. Little I mean, bit. this is lame. This is weak. She's got to drink some beer over there. Sure. This is she's unacceptable, Buck. She's trying to go Buck. fully gluten-free. No, what? She won't, she's trying to go fully gluten-free. Buck, Buck, Ugh. Buck, I have to. We, I have to, I have she, to st- she already forced me to eat a gluten-free pizza. Oh. What the hell is wrong? Like said, she forced you? Like said, well, it's it her birthday. It's her birthday. It's her birthday. It's her birthday. And I just sometimes. I'm really ticked off. You got to put her yeah. back on the phone, Buck. You got to put her back on. <laughs> so we're having some gluten-free. No, today. this is ridiculous that you're not having a single English beer over there. That is bull because of this. 
How do you go to London and go, I'm going to eat gluten-free? Yeah. You never eat gluten-free here. I do eat gluten-free there a lot. I we ate a lot of gluten yesterday. I don't drink beer at home. Damn it. Get you some are NA drinking. Beer. Jill, I'm the only person that's going to order you around on your, birthday, on your 40th birthday. You must drink a beer, and there must be video evidence of it. Frank, what do you think? That's kind of lame, isn't Coors it? Coors Light. She's yeah, in England. She, yeah, drinking basically. cider. I, I, I'm a little disappointed that you're really not getting into the fabric and the traditions uh, that exist over there, and you're kind of doing well, that. We do have fish and chips on the docket for tomorrow for lunch. No. Oh, wow, hey, great. Did you just say that's, gonna, that's creative. you figured out what you're going to eat tomorrow? You know what we you're eating fish tomorrow? fish and chips on the docket. We're eat, where, where's dinner tonight? On the or docket. are you eating dinner now? We're gonna eat dinner after. We're gonna eat dinner a little bit. I'm gonna probably have a pie myself. Is everything choreographed and scheduled for you? And I mean everything no. over the next no. couple days. No, we've been. We had three I things know, scheduled Jill. in London. Everything else has been you can fly by the seat of our pants. Are you? Uh, what did you do today that was fun? That you <laughs> can that, that you can no. discuss publicly. We went to Windsor Castle and we toured the castle. Very cool. Very cool. St. George's Chapel. So we saw where Megan and Harry got married. Um, and then we did the hop on, hop off, hop off bus, and we kind of just went around the city. So, yeah, it was a good. We went off to the castle. Are you pub hopping? Have you reserved any time for pub hopping? Because when we, I went to we, London the first day, I pub hopped. That's all I did. We've, we've done a little pub hopping. We did a little bit the first day we were here. We did one yesterday. Um, one. This, this is the Dude. first one. We wanted, we ate at a puppet lunch. Yeah. Gee, uh, Jill, do you think that you, when people look at you, the locals there, they go tourist, American tourist. Oh, there they are. There is, there is no doubt that we stand out like tourists. She has a baseball nationals hat on. Make America, <laughs> make, make America great again. Hat. Why do you stand out as we're 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 talking with special guests? We're talking with special guest Jill Gingrich uh, from Latour Communications, celebrating her 40th birthday this week in London with her husband. Buck Cherry, uh, uh, and I'm just shocked at her level of focus on her diet on this trip. Um, when, when she gets to Paris, she's going to order some French fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to order a Bradley bag? Remember to call Jill. Remember to call him Freedom Fries, right? Yeah. We're going to call him Freedom Fries when you get over there. I just keep saying America, America. <laughs> I want video of you drinking a beer. That's that's what we want. We need, a, we need a video of me drinking a beer box. Jill, can you just stand up wherever you are and just yell, I love America? No, no, get stand no. up. I dare you to stand up and go, Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump. Donald Trump. Go ahead, do that. No, go ahead. No, no. Come on, I'll give you $100. Don't be a chicken. I'll give you, I'll give no. you, a, I'll give you a week no. off vacation. She's already no. had a week off vacation. Another one. All right, you could have you could have another another week, week off vacation, vacation Jill. That's stand, all you got to do. You stand up and yell, Donald no, Trump, no. Donald That's not Trump. Worth it. No, I'm not. No, that's no. not worth it. No, no. Really? Wow, that's, really. that's pretty telling. You, nobody carries nobody carries guns in London. You have nothing to worry about. You with a cop. And you're with a cop, for God's sakes. You're married to a cop. He's that's right next to you. Free week of vacation. <laughs> Anybody would kill to do Jill, that. One free week no, of vacation I, and I and and two hundred fifty dollars if you stand up right wow. now and nope, just twice twice yell Donald oh. Trump. Two hundred fifty nope, and two hundred fifty dollars from Artworks and a two hundred fifty dollar <laughs> gift card from, from Artworks. Works. Come on, do it. Nope, not doing uh, it. That's tough. Not doing it. It's at least a couple grand. Jill, what isn't do you it? think, Jill? What do you think would happen? Right? What do you think would happen? No. Come on, Jill. Jill. No, no, don't ask anybody else. Just do it. Hey, just get up. Do get it. up and do it. Rise up and take charge. You're an American. That's right. I'll throw in dinner at Brico, too. We'll, th we'll throw in a $100 gift card to Brico. And follow with Churchill was a fraud. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Hey, listen. Buck to it. I'm taking it back over for real briefly. Buck we're, we're actually in the financial sector. Oh, okay. Perfect. we yell at yeah, I know. If we yelled at here, it might actually get mixed reviews, so we wouldn't get shot. But uh, you might get stabbed uh, over there since nobody carries guns. Uh, yeah, not even the police. So yeah, that's uh, 
real safe place. So, wow, um, sounds like he just stepped in, Dave. Yeah, Buck he Cherry stepped, stepped in and in. took over. He All just right. stepped in. Party's right. over. Well, that's over. now he's he's a good husband. He's a good man. Yes, that's why is. he did it. You know, Buck Cherry, I, thank I you for your service. I will I will do my best to uh, get photos of uh, Jill drinking a beer. Yeah, and it's got to uh, be a legit and it's got to be a legitimate chug, Buck. Like she just can't oh, yeah. pretend like to put her put her mouth oh, up well, to the glass. It can't be that nonsense. Oh no, I'm going to make her actually drink. Okay, there's going to be swallowing involved. Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> well, I'm going to save really, that one. I, I, there are two things I really want to share. Yes. Two things I wanted to share. Yes, please, please. Uh, go ahead. We got, we got, we got a minute. So, go ahead. You said right, that ten minutes ago. So we went. You, you know what the eye is, and it's the yes. ginormous Ferris wheel. Yeah, Ferris wheel. So yes. We were at, we were at the eye. We were right there at the base, and Jill chickened out. Oh. Really? Too scared. To go on the eye. Oh, she's so her. disappointing. You should put a piece of gluten-free food at the top. And what's, yeah, <laughs> and what's the second yeah, op- that, second so observation? We were looking to do something in Buckingham Palace, which is here in London. Uh-huh. So Jill orders tickets to Windsor Castle. <laughs> she ordered tickets to the wrong castle. <laughs> so... That completely messed with our plans <laughs> the entire day because... I had to, when she's like, oh, we're actually going to be touring Windsor Castle in Buckingham. I'm like, oh. Oh, my God. Listen, you're a saint. You're a saint, my man. We got, listen, we got to run. You're a saint. You're a good man for taking your wife over there on her 40th birthday. I hope you guys are having a blast, and I appreciate you hopping on, okay? Oh, we are. We are. All right, we now, are. send send, very much. send that picture, or there's hell to pay when she gets back. Let it, her know I said that. Yeah, the beer is coming, and you'll be getting the uh, photo shortly. It's going to be a video so we can see she's drinking. No, it, no. I trust Buck with a photo. Okay. Photo's fine, know. Buck. I don't know. All right, you do whatever you feel is right, be... Buck, all right? I don't trust those two. <laughs> right. I'll be honest. All right, thanks, all right. guys. Have a good one. You're, you're welcome. Enjoy. Wow, he Thank stepped you. right in on you. Yeah. Hey, he you know, stepped... it's a good hobby. Okay, but kind of lessens his manhood. Yeah. Kind of emasculates him a little bit. That's a good hobby right there. And that's it for this Best of Latour Live for this week. Dave will be back next weekend. Remember, you can hear all the Latour Live podcast anytime on WHP580.com. Click on Podcast and Latour Live, and also find Latour Live on the iHeartRadio app. For Dave and Frank, I'm Michael Parks. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.